Hey guys, welcome to Learn Feng Shui, where you'll learn Feng Shui from a classical point of view, taking out the myth and superstition. If you like weekly tips as well as fun folklore tales, you'll enjoy learning Feng Shui with me. Hey guys, welcome to Folklore Friday. Today's episode is all about Lu Ban and his sacred measurements. Hey guys, don't forget to follow all the links below to keep up to date with all the info and events from the Learn Feng Shui podcast. Hey guys, welcome to Flashback Friday. So for this folklore tale, we're going to be talking about Lu Ban and sacred measurements. This is one of my favorite stories, my favorite mythical figures out of um, the Chinese folklore. So Lu Ban may have not been a real person, but um, as many things in Chinese folklore, many inventions are attributed to this one supreme, very intelligent person. So let's get to the story of Lu Ban, his inventions, and what his sacred measurements are. Luban was a Chinese structural engineer, an inventor, and a carpenter during the Zhu dynasty. Today, he is revered as the Chinese patron saint of builders and contractors. Some of his most famous inventions still used to this day are um, the grappling hook and the ram, and that was actually implemented for naval warfare. Um, a wooden bird, which is said to be the first prototype of a kite. Something called a cloud ladder, which is a mobile counterweighted siege ladder. And um, the saw. So this was really cool. He was actually invented the first robot or what was called the first robot. So what it was, was actually a jointed arm that held a saw. And so you held the other end of the saw and as you pushed and pulled the um, arm, you know, the mechanical arm actually did the same. So um, that's a hard, a little bit hard to describe on the podcast, but it's a very cool invention that was said to be the first robot. One of my favorite things that he's attributed to making was said that he invented by watching his wife and his mother sew a quilt. So it said as he was watching them sew a quilt, he was watching him use this uh, marker that um, they would stretch out and pull a line and snap it down and it would make a straight line. So what does this sound like, guys? It sounds like one of those construction, and you know, I don't even know what they're called, but it's those construction things with the chalk line that you, um, you know, you pull out and you snap it and it makes a line on the sheetrock and stuff. Pretty cool, he invented that, right? One of the associations Luban has with feng shui actually is um, a ruler. So there's something called a Luban ruler and um, it has different increments where it has lucky um, measurements and unlucky measurements. And I've heard it's most notably used for what is called a yin house feng shui or coffin measurements, you know, burial, uh, burial measurements. But recently I learned that it is for um, measuring doorways and I believe bed placement. To this day, again, he's still revered and um, in China, they have these festivals still, which um, kind of pay homage to the woodworking craft. So on a certain day and time, they'll actually perform rituals to Luban and they will, you know, build some things or, you know, erect timbers and beams and stuff like that. And that actually very much goes with along with the construction um, 
start dates that we use still to this day. So those are actually based on the Tongshu Chinese Almanac, which is what I do all my date selection based on. And uh, to this day, again, rituals are performed in honor of Luban using date and time selection based on the Tongshu. And there is certain stars that are um, more useful for constructing um, and erecting beams and actually groundbreaking and starting construction. So again, Luban was very respected in his community because he was not only a you know construction worker who built homes and stuff like that, but he was a manufacturer. Manufacturers back in their day were very revered because they actually kept the town going. And so for example, um, they were important to agriculture because the craftsmen made tools that would you know help farmers in the field, shovels and drills and all sorts of stuff that you could use in the field to plant and plow. So they're um, attributed to agriculture. The manufacturers are also attributed to clothing items because they made the looms that actually weaved the clothing items. And of course, homes. You can't have a town without having homes. Um, one of the biggest, most notable things that he did was actually help um, to get supplies into the mountains. And this was actually done by using sheep. And so because of um, his uh, ideas and inventions and stuff, they were able to get supplies from down in the valley to up a little bit higher in the mountains. So they would actually just strap these supplies to the sheep's back and they would herd them up the mountain. And that is courtesy of Luban. To support the podcast, be sure to subscribe, leave a review and share with your family and friends who you think may be interested, especially if you found this content useful. To learn more about feng shui and Chinese metaphysics, follow the link to the website below.